Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. I'm not ever allowed to complain about my girl time when you get nosebleeds. This is dumb. This is so stupid. Six o'clock in the morning. And blood's gushing out your nose. Like, now I gotta get in a different headspace. We came in in a good mood. I Mm -hmm. made my homemade mocha. Mocha on a budget is what I like to call that. Mm -hmm. And then... And we even said it too. That's a, that thing is we put it in the world, and we didn't knock. We didn't knock on wood. And I mean, I'm not going to blame you for this, Jordan. But, I, I've learned a lot of lessons I mean, here. I'm not going to blame you. I've learned a lot of lessons, and I will just take this one and put it in my pocket again. I've learned so many lessons since I've moved here to Kansas City, and I love this city. Uh-huh. So this is another thing. Would that- you care to, ref- you know, maybe re? Resay what you said earlier before we started the show, you know, about a hey, oh, you know, don't have a nosebleed. Yeah, that's that's what happened. Uh-huh. Well, because you said that you had a really gnarly headache yesterday, yeah. and I was like, oh, no, did it come with a nosebleed? You said, luckily, no. <laughs> and then five minutes ago. Waka waka. <laughs> anyway, we're all right. I'm going to let me down this coffee. Let me throw some stuff and we'll be good. Okay. You may have a nosebleed, but your hair looks great. Oh, stop. He, he did a good great. job, didn't he? He mm-hmm. crushed. What's his name? Randy. Randy oh, Randy Bird. Randy, Randy. Bird, sportsman. My man just did the damn thing yesterday. Finally got a haircut. I was looking homeless for a while, right? It's to the point where I can't even ask you anymore if you get a haircut because when you wear a hat, because it's cold, uh huh, then your hair is pushed down. So I asked if you got a haircut and you said no. Yeah. The girl down the hall got her haircut as well. Um, she... <laughs> She goes, I went crazy. She texted me. I went crazy and I just chopped my hair off. Right? What do you think when somebody says that? We're thinking the same person? Yeah. Oh, I would have. I thought she would have went maybe more of the short route like you. Right. When somebody tells me that they chopped their hair off, I think Britney 2007. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Britney 07. So then I see her today and her hair is just as long as it was before she chopped four inches off. But I'm so sorry. You, you know. Chop means something very different, I guess, to us short-haired people. Should I, I didn't notice. Should I, should I be, I, no, it's fine. You're okay. fine. You're fine. Because okay. it, it, I went crazy and I chopped oh. my hair off four inches. Yeah, come on. Boo. It's okay. It's okay. She looks great, though. Yeah. And you said that when you walked out of the barber, you <gasps> noticed that it was colder. It was freezing. And my, uh, my mop on my head, it's all gone. So, because it was getting to the point, that's, you know, how bad it was. It's like you're starting to get the hair over the ear thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Hartzell. Oh, no. Mom is not going like that. Mm. Yeah, we had to get that taken care of. But yeah, all good to go. Yes. Yesterday I tried on tuxes. I saw these pictures. I oh, gonna... no, no, no. That is not a picture of the t- I've got a crazy long, crazy, well, that's not long. It's just a crazy tux story for oh. $6.50. Oh. For $6.50. But right now. Okay. Okay. It's so cold. It is cold. It's so cold. 16 right now. <laughs> a high of 27 today. If you want to call that a high. Right. <laughs> if I'm, you want to do that. I'm getting used to it. Good for you, because I sure don't. Much like this morning routine, I am not. <laughs> I'm not used to it yet. I, I I'm just getting um, twenty is fine for me now, which is crazy. Good for you though. But it doesn't make me feel like I. If I want to be warm and on a beach. Oh. Oh, can you imagine us right now on a beach? Me with a bloody nose, sitting seaside, not a care in the world. Oh man, what a trip that would be, Jordan. Really. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you're on a beach, you can have all the nosebleeds you want. You can Andrew WK that thing. If you're on a beach, you're good to go. I'm not going to sit next to you on the beach if you're bleeding profusely. I'm sorry. You're going to have to take care of that. J-S-A-F. Jordan Silver is boy. It stands for Jordan Silver and Friends. I feel that there is a small number of real artists. And by that, I mean they can only be artists. There's no way they could hold down a regular job, which many artists can because of survival. Right, you have to. Yeah, right, exactly. But these true, real artists are so in tuned with themselves that they can access this place and create this real 
amazing art. And to me, Lana Del Rey is one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know who you were talking about, but yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Lana is amazing. Yeah. So, so when you hear her music, this is what I thought. Oh, my God. That girl gets real high on drugs mm-hmm. and writes music. Yeah, that girl Fs. Right. That, that's too. That's I, I, I definitely. Mm-hmm. So that song was called High by the Beach. Little known fact, she's been sober since she was 14. I didn't know that. How does she get in that headspace? Because that's... It's that real artist thing. Yeah, she goes to that place, huh? I uh-huh. guess you have to. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh, that's good. Oh, right. that's so good. I know. I know. It's... Play Lana in a while. Oh, so good. Plus, it's kind of trying to warm you up. It worked. I would say it did, it did the thing. Plus, it's a sexy-ass song, so... That's how we, we kick off our sexy in the six. That's right. We sure do. That's what and we do. I've got ticks in the six. If you want to go to Buzz Under the Stars, give me a call right now. Be caller number six, five, seven, six, seven, ninety six, five. It's Jordan Silver and Friends in the morning on The Buzz. Good morning, The Buzz. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. What are you doing up this early? I am in nursing school, so I'm on my way to my clinical. Oh, my God. You know you have just like 20 hour days of head, ahead of you for the rest of your life. Are you ready <laughs> yeah. for this? I think so. I hope so, at least. What's the nastiest thing that you've seen that you've had to work with so far? Anything that made you actually want to vomit? Not yet. I've seen some pretty rough sores and stuff, but nothing too bad yet. Hartzell's nose is bleeding right now, and I want to pass out. From me to you, from my bloody nose to yours, you're what? going to buzz under the stars. Jordan, Jordan, when's that show? When's Hart- that show? It's in May. Good. Can you go lay down? Do you need to? Yep. Thank you. This is 96.5. The Buzz. Jordan, Silver, and Friends in the Morning. The buzz. I'm not surprised. What did you just say? I don't want to. Don't quote me on this, but Jeremy said they they broke up. Bishop Briggs and the guy from that band. Yeah, Landon. She said they they broke up. And didn't they get okay? Again, don't quote me on this, but didn't they get like matching tattoos and stuff? Kids, come on, young people. Kids, the youths. Tramp stamp. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm down for tramp stamps. Matching tattoos. No. Mm-mm. Name tattoos. No. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's your like. Kid, yes. I don't know. I'm actually down to that one. Are you serious? Yeah, like I, I like. Can you imagine me getting like the rock right there? Oh my god! I thought you meant Asia. I thought you meant your girlfriend. Oh no 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 no! Talking about Star Wars. Oh my god. Okay. Well, the Buzz family creeps going on right now, and if you get up this early and you start doing some posting, just tag us hashtag Buzz Family Creep, and maybe we'll talk about what you're doing. Do it. Yes. Instructions are up on the Buzz's Instagram. I found this one from Instagram user, yes, like the Matrix. I'm just going to date myself right now because I'm adorable and a real delight. And it's a picture of, uh, that looks like pizza, mm-hmm. a bottle of wine, and some ice cream. Man, that sounds like a damn good date to me. Yeah. That sounds like the perfect date. What would you, what would you make yourself for date night? Ooh. By I yourself. Can, honestly, I think you just looked at yeah, it. Yeah, me too. That, that might have been my picture you just saw. Do you know what this means? This means that I have date night with myself like all the time. Hey, what did we say yesterday, Jordan? To love yourself is Stop the touching beginning. me there. Stop. That's also a Did you say that or did I say that? I can't remember. You said that. Sorry. I keep flipping it on you. That's what we said yesterday. What to, you... to, begin, to love yourself is the beginning of a lifelong friendship with yourself. And don't touch me there is what you said to me, and I apologize. Okay, what do you see for the best family creep? I just want to put this out in the world from at complex. This is the headline. T-Pain calls Soldier Boy the greatest artist of all time. That's all I got. Soldier Boy, watch me win, watch me roll. What? Wah. Superman. I hope. You. Watch me, you. Boom, boom. Soldier Boy. Boom, 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 boom. Man. Yeah. He's right. Kiss me through the phone. If we're going to take that route is a goddamn anthem. Wait, Flo Rida said this? Said that no. Soldier Boy? T-Pain. T-Pain. Oh, yes. Another master of his craft. Yes. T-Pain. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Beatles. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell him. Soldier Boy told him. Bob Dylan. Soldier Boy. Bob Marley. Soldier Boy. Okay. You know what? Yeah. To each his own. To each his own. <laughs> I am looking at user Artie1325 doing some airport drinks right before getting on a plane. That's a nice, nice Boulevard Wheat. Huge beer. 
I don't need to drink when I get on a plane. That was you just stole my question. Do you do you drink before you get on a plane? Because my answer is one hundred percent. Really? Oh yeah. I think when you get on a plane, you have to at least make peace with the fact that you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a good point. But how I, how I make peace is by drinking. Okay. It goes hand in hand. Oh, that's so funny. You uh-huh. you drink and I write out wills and I leave them on my desk. It's two ways of doing things. And by the way, everything goes to my cat. Everything goes to my cat. Thanks, Dory. I'm sitting right here, by the way. Thanks. Couldn't get like a... You want to take care of him? I mean, can I get like a shirt or something? Maybe some maybe maybe some hoodies. Maybe take some of the black... You can have everything in my fridge when I die. Write that down. I will. I will. Write that down. Don't worry. That's going to be at the top of my will list. In blood. For my nosebleed. <laughs> Are you feeling better? Uh, a little bit. A little, Poor a thing. little bit. Poor I thing. got a meme because you know we love memes mm-hmm. on JSAF. Mm-hmm. And it's from yesterday. It's a meme taken from the Michael Cohen hearings. And the caption on the bottom of your screen, if you're watching CNN, says, Cohen, in quotes, I acted loyal to a man when I should not have. And it's quote tweeted from Buzz family at Maddie Lanier. And she says, welcome to the club, bitch. Oh, I acted loyal to a man I should not have. Yeah. Wow. Speaking on behalf of men. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I've got the other side of that. A very good man here. When I'm Buzz Family creeping on Instagram user Sasha Lee 95, um, she created a pillowcase out of her husband who's in the Air Force. Oh, so hold she on. can Let cuddle him. Let me see that. It's like a. It's. Oh, that's excellent. It's a picture that was turned into fabric that she. Sewed onto a pillowcase. For that's her adorable. Ridiculously cute. Now this is a man. Now that's yeah. That's that's an actual man. That is no Michael Cohen. That is no Michael Cohen. He is in the army, and he is an actual man. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. I had such a dilemma yesterday, Arthur. It was wow, wow. Trying, what are you? T- I'm trying to remember what you're talking about. So I'm going to the Casey Hartball on Saturday. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm back. Okay. Yes. And it is a black tie event. I don't have a black tie outfit. And I've been kind of freaking out because, first off, I'm not going to wear a dress. No. We all know this. No, 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 no. Hard pass. Anybody that's been to my Instagram or the Buzz's Instagram knows that I am not a dress person. I haven't worn a dress since August 24th, 2000. Mm-hmm. Don't I own ne- one. Don't own one anymore. No. I know that date because... To a girl like me, a more like butch, androgynous lesbian, mm-hmm. it is like a sobriety date to somebody that stops drinking. Your date, the date that you wore your last dress, you're just like, oh my God, I never want to go back there. Okay. I never want to go back there. I, I thought you looked great it. in that dress too, Jordan. Thank you. I looked weird. <laughs> I definitely didn't feel comfortable. So, you know me as somebody that prepares. Everyone around here knows that I prepare, but when it comes to something that I really don't want to do, mm-hmm. oh, I'll put that off Yep, till the bitter end. Master in chief of deflection. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely you. So it wasn't until yesterday that I started thinking, wow, I better figure out an outfit for this place, for this beautiful Casey Hartball on Saturday. So I asked you, well, actually, I got on this um, Facebook group for Casey lesbians, and I asked if there were any family-friendly tux-renting places around here, and there were a lot. So I was very excited to know that I wasn't going to have to feel weird. Right, that's always good. Right, walking yeah. in as a female. Also, good I, on you for doing, I mean, you, you, went to the, you went to the source. You tried to ask questions and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they were very, very, very helpful. It's a, nice. it's a great group, Facebook group. It's a private group, too, if you want to join. People don't know that you're on it. but So they gave me a bunch of places, and... I could either do it, go to the store and spend all day for the next couple of days picking out the outfit or spending a good amount of money but being able to rent a tux. Now, I've never rented a tux, and I asked you about this yesterday. What, what's the process, Hartzell, for renting a tux? Because now I know, but... Yeah, you just go in there, mm-hmm. and you find somebody, mm-hmm. and they get you all measured, and usually they have to send the tux to you or to the to the location usually. Right. Because that's what I was worried about for you yesterday. I was like, Jordan, you're going to be out of time, girl. I thought that a tuck store, and remember, this is me. I've never done this before. I thought a tuck store was going to be like a, like a Walmart. No. <laughs> right? Like there's 400,000 pairs of shoes, and then there's every pair of pants. Uh-huh. But they do have to send out for them. Like and you said. Don't we, they have some of that. They do. But not quite the uh, not quite the Walmart you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Where'd so you I, end up going? Um, this place called Tip Top Tux. Oh, yeah. Down over by you in Overland Park. 
And it was great. It was a really great experience. The moment I went in, they made me feel really, really, really comfortable. Really comfortable. Like, it wasn't weird that I was going in there for a tux. That's good. That's which awesome. was great. That's awesome. Really great. Because I was nervous. I was honestly nervous. And that's my own issues, not anybody else's. It's valid. Hey, I mean, listen, you, you, you're, don't discredit how you feel. Okay. That's what I'll say. But they were so kind to me and super, super nice. But I shot myself in the foot because I should have gone in way earlier than I did. I didn't know because I thought it was going to be like a Walmart of okay, sorts. Take me there. Hold on. Okay. <sighs> I shot myself in the foot because they can. Okay. I am a woman. That with a woman's body this is true. that wants to dress in a man's suit. Uh-huh. So uh, it, there, there's specific tailoring and things that mm-hmm. need to happen that cannot happen in a very short two-day turnover. And, I, tried um, telling you, I tried telling you this. You're right. You're right. They couldn't get me like the skinny pants or anything like that. So the only thing that they could put me in was something that made me look kind of what I thought was like frumpy. But that was my fault, not Let their me see. fault. Let me see. Yeah, no, I, I don't have a picture of it. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Why are you lying to me? You know you got No, one. I don't. No, I don't. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, so I was like, what am I going to do? So I went into my um, closet and I found all this old stuff that I had and I posted a picture of it yesterday and everybody's been so nice. They say I clean up well. So that's okay. Because I didn't know if that was the tuck she ended up going with or not. Because that looked good. Your right. insta looks dope. Well, it looks slick, silver. Because I don't know, you know, weird body types, a woman looking for, like, a, a Hold on, let me, let me pull this up, because I thought was, you looked damn good. No, it, it, I, I do with my own stuff, but oh my God. The, the moral of this story. Yeah. Look at you. The moral of this story is if you need to rent a tux, please give yourself at least a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, and don't talk to you. <laughs> and don't talk to me. The show would be way less fun if their parents gave them enough attention as children. Jordan Silver and Friends. Codependency is our middle name. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. So Weezer, their Black Album comes out tomorrow, but the band is already working on new stuff. Two new albums. One blue album, but heavier riff, says Weezer, uh, says uh, Rivers, and the album is working title Van Weezer, and <laughs> another one is a 70s piano-based album with an orchestra, and they just recorded strings at Abbey Road for it. What is this mood that Rivers is in? Um, what is this mood? A songwriting mood. I, I'm, you know I still like New Weezer, so I'm okay with it, but yeah. what is going on right now? I don't know. They just, they never stop. It's great. What year is it, Jordan? 1994. <laughs> In news, Chris Cornell's wife filed a lawsuit against Chris Cornell's doctor for malpractice. We know this. It happened last year. That's in the courts right now. And the doctor is saying that he never overprescribed Chris Cornell. But the facts are in the last 20 months of Chris Cornell's life, he prescribed 940 doses of lorazepam. Jesus Christ, man. And oxycodone. All this without an appointment and seeing him, which... I mean, anybody that takes medicine knows oh, you got to go back every 30 days Jesus. for that kind of stuff. And wow. yesterday, wow. we, the Buzz, Jordan Silver and Friends, were the first people to officially play the band. I don't know how, but they found me at least here in the area. Whoa. So, new favorite band. They're so good. I love that. So good. They've got like a muse, circus music, panic at the disco, my chemical here, romance give sound. Give me some nux real quick, because congrats, Jordan. That's yes. Awesome. I, that's gross. Nux. So, oh, nux. Nux. You got it. Yes. Yeah. So, they're, re- they're really good. I'm really excited. Congrats, Jordan. That's awesome. We got, we got um, a congrats from the record label. We'll play it later. Do some national news, mm-hmm. Jordan. A little recapping from yesterday, because yesterday was a big day. The world was on fire. Oh, God. Uh, your favorite president's coming back from Hanoi, Vietnam, where he met with uh, Kim Jong-un, North Korea. And uh, we'll just play the audio, and then I'll come back with a quick blurb after that. Left, we spent pretty much all day with uh, Kim Jong-un, who is, uh, he's quite a guy and quite a character, and uh, I think our relationship is very strong. But at this time, we had some options, and at this time, we decided not to do any of the options, and we'll see where that goes. But it was uh, it was a very interesting two days, and I think, actually, it was a very productive two days. But okay, So when, uh, when he says a productive few days, uh, he left early, and we got no deal. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And yep. in yep. other news, so uh, you want me to go into this, this one real quick? Um, let me, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, let's do another national story because I got to move on from my boy. Uh, Michael Cohen, that dude kind of took over uh, took over the world yesterday, didn't he? That was the talk of the town. It was. And I will play some quick audio if you didn't see what was going on. It was a lot like this. And also alleging Trump knew that WikiLeaks was about to release the stolen Democratic National Committee emails during a phone call with his longtime friend and advisor, Roger Stone. You testified you were actually meeting with Donald Trump in July 2016 when Roger Stone happened to call and tell Mr. Trump that he had just spoken to Julian Assange. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. It was a short conversation, and he said, Mr. Trump, I just want to let you know that I just got off the phone with Julian Assange, and in a couple of days, there's going to be a massive dump of emails. That's going to severely hurt the Clinton campaign. Boom! Again, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Homeboy did lie in front of Congress before, but, and we got some audio we'll play later in the show, you know, again, if you take it for face value, damn. Mm. Damn. So there you go. That's your favorite president, Jordan. Uh, stop saying that. You said it first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said that. I never said that. Oh, my God. You're, I never said that. I just defended the fact that somebody was wearing a hat into a store. That was it. In odd news, in Central America, they found a really interesting fossil. It's the fossil of a 27,000-year-old Giant ground sloth. Okay. Right? Okay. Right? Nice. Yeah. I did not know that my ex's family oh, God. originated in Central America. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5. The Buzz. Welcome, friends. Welcome, friends. Welcome, friends, to the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Something new that we just started this week. Basically, I'm going to give you a term. You call in with the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't look it up because that's not fun. Come on. Don't look it up. If you get it right, it's like, whatever. But if you get it wrong, <laughs> then everybody in all their cars laugh. Yep. Because then we play it on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So all you have to do is call in with what you think the definition of this word is. Now, remember that it's the Urban Dictionary definition of it. So your playing field is pretty wide, but you're Kansas City. Right. You're a creative group of people. <laughs> That's for sure. And the fifth caller Scores tickets to Andrew McMahon. Ooh, when is that show? That's coming up, right? Next Friday. Oh, yeah. from tomorrow. That's worth it for sure. So, doesn't matter if you get it right. Doesn't matter if you get it wrong. Just call us. The fifth caller gets these tickets. And we're going to do an example of this right now. Hartzell, today's Urban Dictionary word of the day. Okay. Bean hole. B-E-A-N okay. space hole. Bean hole. What do you think a bean, bean hole. hole is? Can I have the country of origin? No. Can you say it in a sentence? Mm. <laughs> I guess that gives it away. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say bean <laughs> hole is, bean hole is just your mouth, right? Like you're eating a taco, you're eating a bean burrito, just stick it in your bean hole. That is incorrect. No, it's not. That I is am incorrect. Correct. According to UrbanDictionary.com, that is incorrect. But give us a call right now, 576-7965. Let us know what you think. A bean hole is fifth caller gets tickets to Andrew McMahon. Welcome back to hashtag crazy cat lady radio. Wait, I mean Jordan Silver and Friends. Hi, the buzz. What do you think a bean hole is? Bean hole, I feel like, is how you feel after Chipotle. <laughs> oh, I love you. That's not it, but that's a really good answer. Thank you for the call, my friend. Hi, what do you think a bean hole is? I think it's like a really <laughs> that only will fit a little bean. Wow. Um, no, it is not. Thank you so much for Couldn't that agree call. More. Couldn't agree more. Stop it, Hartzell. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Wow. Hi, the buzz. What do you think a bean hole is? I was going to guess mouth, too. Like, shut your bean hole. Mm -hmm. but Right. And the other word I don't think I can say on the radio. Well, can you just scream and be excited because you are our fifth caller? Oh, my God. You're going to check out Andrew McMahon. Thank you so much. I love you guys. So, okay, what what is a bean hole? Do we know? A bean hole, according to UrbanDictionary.com, is... A slot in a jail cell door where prisoners pass food and stuff through. I was moderately close. So the good thing is at least everybody that called that got it wrong has not been to jail. Oh, I've been there a few times. I'm very familiar with this bean hole. The more you know. Come with me now. Come with me now. He's listening, he's listening, you're listening to Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. What's going on here? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?
On this day in music history, in 2012, Patrick Stump posted a blog about his failed solo career and being made fun of from the audience members, which led to Pete Wentz reaching out and then the band getting back together and uh, coming up with Save the Rock and Roll, which is a great album, and then the huge song, My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark. Yep. Light em up, 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 up. I did not know the backstory to that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. They took a little bit of a break, but yeah. bands that love each other like that, they always get back together. In 1996, Alanis Morissette became the youngest artist, this is on this day, to win a Grammy for the Album of the Year with Jagged Little Pill. Now, Hartzell, she held that record until 2010 when a 20-year-old singer took that from her. Who do you think that 20-year-old singer could be? Is it is it a friend of yours? Is it the girl you love so much? Is yeah. it your idol? Yeah. Taylor's, Taylor's, Taylor's. Yeah, yeah. She took Alanis Morissette's sunshine. She stole her sunshine. Oh, you stop it. You st- okay. Taylor Swift followed Alanis Morissette. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just the youngest youngest female, well, youngest artist to win Album of the Year. Uh, and in 1995, Billy Joe Armstrong and his wife welcomed their first child, Joey, who was named after Joey Ramone. That's on this day in music history. There we go. What oh. do you have? It's not as happy as what I had. I'm going to do my best okay. to be a pro. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go facts only on this. Okay. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play an audio. I'm going to explain this real quick. Yesterday, a proposed anti-abortion bill approved by the Missouri House Wednesday would give the state one of the strictest abortion laws in the country. Passed 117 to 30, pretty much a party line vote. This is the part here that I think you might want to hear about. In addition, uh, the ban would go to fact. Yeah, let's see. Oh, it would. I, oh, boy. Oh, no. It, it oh, doesn't excuse race. Doesn't excuse uh, Down syndrome doesn't exclude rape. Uh, yeah, it, a woman would not be allowed uh, to have an abortion based on race, sex, or detection of Down syndrome or, or an event of a rape. Or mm-hmm. rape. So I'm just going to play this audio. Whoa, whoa. Or rape. Or incest as well, by the way. So I'm just going to. In- I'm going to play, play, it, play this audio. And I'm going to be the, hell, the best pro that I can be. Personally, for myself. I'm, I don't believe in abortions. I feel like everybody deserves a chance at life. I just don't think that's right. something that should be decided by other people, whether it's the law or other people at all. That's a woman's decision. The Missouri House approved a legislative anti-abortion package this week that would make it the toughest in the country. No abortion once a heartbeat is detected. There is also no exception for if a woman is raped. A woman would not be able to have an abortion based on the detection of Down syndrome, race, or the sex of the child. Are you kidding me? Do you want to... Oh, boy. Okay. Are I have, you kidding me? I have so one last thing someone, I want you to play. I, I need you to hear this. Mm, and I'm going to try to get mm, you not to get fired up and angry, mm, but I need people to hear this, because just listen to the way this man said this. Legislation is designed to tell a woman what she can do with her body. I think the legislation is designed to tell a woman what she can't do to another human being. I mean, we're talking about that's apples and oranges. I'm going to vomit. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the only in Missouri, the only place you can go to get an abortion uh, is provi- is uh, located in St. Louis. So, yeah. What? Uh, okay. And I'm I've, go go. I don't want to. I don't want to mansplain go. any of this because I let me first acknowledge my my biases and my privilege. I'm a black male. A male is a privilege uh, in this society. It's a perspective. Don't get me wrong. Uh, so what, now that I've got that out of the way, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like why are we legislating? I believe what you want. I'm not. I'm not a religious guy, uh, and that's one of the things that I'll never. I will never try to sway you on that because there's certain things I think that you know what. We're not going to see eye to eye on this. That's how I feel about religion as well. Yeah. You know, if you believe in it, that's great. You have this thing that you believe in. I'm not going to tell you that you're stupid because of it or that it's not real. I'm glad that you have something to believe in. I wish I did. But my history and my life and everything that's happened to me made it so that I don't. Not a thing for us. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to shame you for it. But telling people what they can do (laughs) with their bodies, especially... especially, It's a power thing. uh, Of course it's a power thing. It's a hierarchical male power move that's been going on since the beginning of goddamn time if someone is raped that is so traumatic mm-hmm. and then for them to that that ruins somebody's life i mean it already does until they can get the help and like it really does a psychological issue on someone but then to 
Mm. And listen, I know, I know religious people who have. Is this a religious thing? I, it's it's a power thing. It's just it's just a bunch of old white what dudes. If that, you can't it's take, old white dudes that want to tell you how to live your life as they are, are aging out of the population. What if that's, you know that you can't take care of the baby? That that's a th- oh and well, let me let me finish that thought real quick. Uh, it just does it baffles me because you know I'm not gonna I'm not let me not let me not cast stones at people I don't know. But there's a segment of people who will champion all this stuff. Oh my god, it's a baby. It's a pro. Okay. But when the kid's born, y'all don't give an F about it no more. Mm-hmm. You know? As y'all... Okay. Case in point. There are folks who wanted to get rid of pre-existing conditions in the healthcare law. According to this, that is going to pass, by the way. Like, Missouri is red state. So it passed the House. It's going to pass the Senate. And Governor Parsons has already said he's going to vote for it. So this is going to be a thing. So they're saying that there is no exception in the event of, say, Down syndrome. That's a pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that guy at the end, man, what a, what a prick. <laughs> wow. I just... I. Am I missing something? Because no. I'm talking a lot, but I'm not. And I'm not. A, I'm not a woman. So, I, and let me hear it from you. Because I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't, don't want to come across like I'm mansplaining. I don't think people should tell other people what to do with their bodies. It's that simple, right? It, it really is. It, how are we going so backwards with things? What happened? I know what we think happened, and but what happened? There's so much involved in that. And again, yeah, you don't know. What it's like, unless you've been through it, you know. And what's so the, the fact, pro, uh, just what's the pro to this? I, a bunch of babies that get the chance to live. But what if they were? Is, what if I, they I'm, were? What if? What if they were to have just horrible lives? That's so. That's more unfair to me, I think personally. And I know that this is one of those situations where people you're on one side or you're on the other. I, at the end of the day, it's just it's a woman's. It's a woman's right to choose. I mean, how? I mean, this is black and white. If we have and to go the, through all of that stuff every month for everything, like, the, how are other people telling us what to do? I mean, that's it's it's outrageous. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I don't even know how to hit the button to play a song right now. Here, I'm, I'm let's here. I'm gonna go. Let me go to the text line real quick. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Nurse Jen here. I don't understand why legislators make decisions about abortions a lot of times based on religious belief. What about separation of church and state? I mean, here, I mean, mm-hmm. preach, girl, mm-hmm. preach. Um, let's see. Reproductive coercion is utilized by abusers to keep survivors in domestic violence relationships longer. Mm-hmm. 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 To make somebody that's been abused, have, oh my God, that's so unfair to everybody in this situation. Describe that meme you just talked to me about off air. Please describe that meme. It was a picture of a bunch of dogs sitting around a desk. And it said, all right, now let's talk about the rules for feline health. Feline health care. That's the meme that's going around. Picture a bunch of dogs just sitting there and making all the rules for how cats. And maybe I just, I I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a kid. And I, I don't. I, I mean, I'd be that guy. I don't think it's a guy. I don't think it's a kid till it comes out. Like, and by the way, there's like no doctor is gonna, you know, suggest you get an abortion like two weeks. But that's the thing about people when they talk about late term uh, uh, abortion. Like most of the time when that happens, it's because of medical reasons, and nobody ever wants to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like Trump State of the Union when like, like that was the applause line. And it was so uncomfortable and like kind of gross. Like the pe- again, the people who have to do that usually, yeah, usually it's because of medical reasons and because of stuff like this. Because in Missouri we only have one location in St. Louis to provide coverage like that. I mean, think of all the unsafe and the the type of abortions that you got to go to that guy around the corner in that shady spot. And that's what you know. That was before Roe v. Wade. That was custom. Like that's what you did. There is somebody texted in babies growing up and not knowing they babies growing up and knowing they weren't wanted or most likely to be abused, which will also overcrowd the foster care system. That is. Think about that. You know, I have friends that didn't know that they were adopted until later in life and that even though the parent is still around 
really has done a number, not all of them, but but a good amount of them has done so much psychological damage to them that it's it's so sad. You wish that you could just hug them and make make them better. And this is, to me, like and by, uh, the abort mm-hmm. an abortion's not an easy button. Like you're not hitting like the easy button. Like I said earlier, I have religious friends who have who have had to have gotten abortion. I know like people in churches like higher up who have who've had to do that and it's a, it, you battle with it. Like mm-hmm. it's not something that overnight you say, "Ah, oh, have you got that taken care of?" No. Like this is stuff they battle with every single day. I and remember it- when I was really 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 poor in Seattle and you go to, you know, the back pages of uh Craigslist and the ones with the free medical studies, right? And of course, you know, there's donating sperm and then there's donating eggs and there's a huge it's a lot of money, usually. $3,000, which is a lot of money to a struggling person. Oh, my God, yeah. Person. yeah. And I remember one time thinking, I should do this. I would love that $3,000. But then it started to think, it started to sink into my brain that somewhere in the world, I would have a baby. At least that was somewhat part of me. And I wouldn't know anything about them. And again, like somebody texted, why are we governing morality this is going to be one of those situations where you believe one thing or you believe the other. Um, yeah, it's just I'm here. The minute this passes, then I want a I want a companion bill that requires every dude in the world to get a vasectomy. Then that's what I you know that's 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 my bill. I'll introduce that. I'll introduce that next week. The car, the Hartzell bill sure is. All right, snip it off. Men are trash. I mean, not all of them. Men are trash. Not all button. of them. <laughs> Men are trash. No, no. Case in point. No. Look, look at this stuff. But look at you. Look at you. You're- I mean, I've had, to, I've had to rise above my my species. Right. So not all men are trash. Mm-hmm. There, and women are very thankful for men like you that support us to do things that we not- that are hard decisions. Exactly like you just said. Hard. Oh, my God. You're right. It's not the easy button. You don't just, you know, I, I've never been in that situation, but I've had many friends that have. And psychologically damaged them so much to the point where I've had friends that didn't want children. That happened. They had to have an abortion. And now they want children. You know what's a great you know what's really great about situations like that is that if you go to places like Planned Parenthood or things like that, they can help you and they can help you step by step of of alternatives of you know they honestly just maybe just a shoulder to talk to and again your options. Well that's awesome until you got a bunch of folks who want to defund Planned Parenthood. Right. Because they're defunding that stuff. They're defunding the things that a lot of people here on the text line that are saying it's a it's not abortion, it's murder. Well, you know what? The stuff that I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assume anything out of you out of you, friend, but the same folks who want to get rid of the stuff are also the same ones who want to defund Planned Parenthood who are helping women's health. And, you know, why are tampons not covered by health insurance? I've this again. What are we doing? We need tampons around here, especially when you get your nosebleed. Oh, man, I'm getting one right now. I'm getting one right now. He looks slightly like Barack Obama, and she's the spitting image of Fred Armisen. No, seriously, Google it. It's Hartzell and Jordan on Jordan Silver and Friends. So we get paid the big bucks. <laughs> What bucks? I ain't signed signed a damn thing, Jordan. We get paid the... Marginal bucks. Marginal bucks. Mm -hmm. To talk about things and then compartmentalize them Mm -hmm. and bring them back later if they need to. And we have actually had a couple great texts. Oh, my God. Some amazing texts. Thank you, Buzz fam. I love when y'all come out of the woodwork. Absolutely. We even got hit up by someone that works at Planned Parenthood. So we may have them on Monday. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. Talk about wait. this a little bit more. Yeah. So let's compartmentalize that. I can do that. Let's do it. I know. It's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. But I found this on BuzzFeed, and I want to laugh now. I, I don't. It's time. I'm sure everyone driving around wants to laugh now. Let's laugh a little bit. Let's make them laugh. I saw this on BuzzFeed. as the 21 signs that have no business being this funny, but they're hilarious. So first one is a Dairy Queen sign. Right? Just mm-hmm. you, what you see every time you drive by one. And it says, Abby, you need to show up for work. <laughs> yes. They're calling her out in the signs. Poor Abby. <laughs> Abby, set that alarm, girl. Let's go. Wake up. So the next sign is uh, one of those. It's like a, a warehouse. And it has that sign that says, this work center has been accident-free since normally. Uh-huh. There's numbers down there. X amount of days. But this sign says, this work center has been accident-free since Joe left. <laughs> so <laughs> Joe. Damn. 
That's really funny. We could use that here in the studio. True. <laughs> there would never be a day on that thing. No, right, Just exactly. constantly restarting. <laughs> yes. When it, we are always doing something. Um, okay, another one. This is obviously in a train track okay. area. Mm-hmm. Can okay. you tell that we don't, we don't train? I know. That's why I was thinking, what are they? What? Tracks. Train tracks. Yeah. There's some trains around here. Stay <laughs> off the tracks. They're only for trains. If you can read this, you're not a train. <laughs> Okay. I love I love I love wit. I love wit. <laughs> yes. Subtle shade is my favorite. Oh my god. In two thousand nine, this is a new year. This is this is right above a highway. One of those blinky signs. New year, new you. Use your blinker. <laughs> that should be just eternally on every sign ever. Use them blink you got them. Might as well use them. Yeah, for really. For real. For really. For really. Sorry. Like for really? For use re- the damn blinkers, y'all. Jordan can't stress that enough. For, for really? <laughs> oh, can you please? God, I don't understand why people don't do that. Because you drive a little tiny Mini Cooper, you need to see them signs. I don't know how many times I would be driving in another city and there'd be a $250,000 Bentley in front of me, oh. taking a right with no, with no turn signal. What are you doing, Bentley? Right. It's like, oh my God, that car is so expensive. I didn't know that something like that didn't come. Honestly, in that situation, if you got a 250K Bentley, hit me. Hit me. I know. Hit me. Uh, I volunteer uh, as tribute. Let me have it. (laughs) Here's a sign that somebody put in their front yard for a yard sale. It says, our crap could be your crap this way. So have you ever bought anything from a yard sale? Oh, I love, oh, estate sales. Man, Mm -hmm. when, when, when old Hank just kicks the bucket. Oh, man, I go rummage through his house. Those Hank's, are my favorite. Hank has got some suits that I like. Hank loves, loves corduroy. Wait a minute. Are, are you taking every single older person that has passed and turned them into this one fictional person? Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I am. Yes, okay. I am. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Just checking with that. Dude, I found some great stuff at an estate sale, uh, at many estate sales, because back in Seattle when I lost my job, because the economy in 2007, I was only given X amount of money to live off of, and Seattle's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I had to supplement my income. And I would go to estate sales and buy things and then resell We need to go ar- around here, though. Johnson County estate sales, y'all are the elite. Thank you for letting me buy all your vases. I found a, found a Lion King vase. Ooh, Ooh, I felt like everything the light touches was my kingdom. At the Every estate sale the light touches is my kingdom. I went to one. There was this really creepy dog doll. It was from. It had to be from the 1800s, okay? <laughs> and it was upstairs in the attic area. Right. Okay. It was just sitting up there. And then my cousin and I went through a couple of the other rooms. And I was like, that's really cute. I want that. It's five dollars. Mm, it looks a little cursed. You know, it looks like <laughs> it looks like it's from the other side or something like somebody like a little girl died while they were holding it and they haunt the house. Well, right. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. So it's a, a bright yellow dog doll and it's in this attic. And then so this is one of those places where we went down one more flight and that's where the bedrooms were and we looked through all that stuff and then we went down to the first floor. I was like, eh, I'm not going to get that. When we get down to the first floor, that thing is standing right there on top of something looking at me. It's guilt tripping you into buying the house pretty much as it's looking right in your eyes. It was following me. It was following me. Later, later I found out somebody took it from upstairs, thought that they were going to buy it, walked around with it for a little bit and brought it downstairs. But do you know how creepy it is? An 1800s doll. Mm-mm. Hard pass Just was me. upstairs. And then I bought it, by the way. <laughs> I did buy it. You bought, you bought Hank's gnome? I bought Hank's gnome. <laughs> and no wonder I don't have any good luck. She's the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the world. And she does an alternative morning show. How is this going to work? It's Jordan Silver and Friends in the morning. It's not fulfilling that's the problem it's not fulfilling i was like two minutes late to work today because i just sat there and was like are you gonna come out <laughs> i'm waiting are you going to come out i would hope so i mean the amount of rappers you have around this around the studio all the protein you might be proteined out protein and fiber ooh, ooh, you fiber reg- was the big one my girl is regulated i saw um, regulated i saw a nutritionist and she told me i needed way more fiber Okay. And protein. And basically took away everything fun to eat. <laughs> everything fun. I mean, we're talking I need to m- eat quinoa and farro. Oh. Right. No, you know what? Here's what I say. I say F all that noise. You eat what you want to eat. You look great. Nah. You nah, feel good. No, I went in because 
you know, our schedules are so different now with waking up so early in the morning. I needed to know when I should eat, when I shouldn't eat, what can I eat if I need to take a nap a little bit after. And so she she did her job. She did what she was supposed to do and took all the fun away. But that's because, you know, that was my bad, not her bad. Mm. And she was so good looking. I was going to say, that's I, what I want to talk about. Forget the new, nutrition. I'm sure you're fine. <gasps> I am sure she's fine. I just fine. found her on Facebook. I can't Speaking of her, right? fine. I can't add her, can I? You, you haven't added her yet? No, she's my nutritionist. She told me that I needed more fiber. That's your intro. That's your in. Hi. Remember the girl on Tuesday that you told needed to poop more? Hey, how's it going? What do these two have in common? Um, well, they both like women. <laughs> There's a lot of news. And now the news. Weezer is not done with making albums. The Black Album comes out tomorrow. They put the Teal Album out just a couple weeks ago. And according to Rivers, they've already got a lot of songs down for two other albums. Rivers is in a mood, y'all. I just, he just he cannot be stopped. And am I here for it? Am I down? I think I might be, They actually. just recorded strings for a song at Abbey Road Studio, so... Yeah, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Yep. Okay. Uh, Chris Cornell's wife filed a lawsuit against his doctor for malpractice. That happened last year, but it's in court right now. That's why it's at the front of the news. The doctor's saying that he didn't overprescribe Chris Cornell, but in the last 20 months of Chris Cornell's life, he prescribed 940 doses of lorazepam and oxycodone, all without seeing Chris Cornell. Ah, mm. that sucks. That's, That's not a lot great. of lorazepam. I mean, also share next time. No, uh, sorry, sorry. bad boy. I didn't say it. You said it. No, no. I'll, I'll listen back on the podcast. <laughs> you said it. Actually, you edit the podcast. You can edit it out. Damn it. <laughs> All right. On this day in 2012, Patrick Stump posted a blog about his failed solo career and how the audience was making fun of him, which then leads to Pete Wentz getting a hold of him and then the whole band getting back together, them coming up with the album Save Rock and Roll and just... Killing it since then. And by the way, a great record that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. A great record that was. Uh, a great record that I can't do Yoda. What am I doing? I can't do Yoda. Oh, I thought you were doing Downton Abbey. <laughs> we meet in the middle. That would be the speaking way they would. I got to watch that show. I need to watch that show. No, I, I told you, you can't watch that show. It's my favorite show. I got to watch it with you. No, you can't. You, the only way that you can watch Downton Abbey now is if you get mono and you just have to <laughs> lay in bed and you can't do anything. It's so slow, but it's so good, but it's so slow. Well, let me start kissing on some folks, and I'll get I'll get mono. Okay, and we'll 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 I've, knock that out. I've had mono. Have you? Yeah, I have. It's I lost like fifteen pounds. Ugh. Awful. Anybody with mono want to kiss me before the ball on Saturday? I don't have any PTO, so if you guys want to come lock some lips, come let me know. <laughs> what is going on in national news, Mr. Hartzell? I gotta feel good this time because I feel like I've been we've been coming a little heavy. No, I, see, this a is a little the heavy. Thing, the thi- mm, I it's. The national, the, oh, it was just so, so bad. Just look outside, Jordan. Yeah. The world is on fire. Right. world's on fire. So I got a, uh, a, fire? Okay. I got a, I got a nice one for you. You remember, uh, so when George H.W. Bush, so mm-hmm. Bush 41, when he passed, do you remember the videos of his service dog? <laughs> I know, like those shots are always so adorable and also like heartbreaking. <laughs> and say what you want about the man, but the dog who is still with us, his name is Sully H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And Sully has been, uh, well, Sully got a brand new job. So, Doing what? So Burger Sully, King. Hi, <laughs> may I help you? Uh, casino. Oh, can you imagine pit a boss, dog at a casino? Pit boss Sully. Mm. We've seen the you've seen the the picture of the dogs. Do you think that he is a uh, a groupie? No, he's part of the people that put up the stages for Muse's show. He's a roadie. He's a roadie. Yes, yeah, Sully, Sully the roadie. <laughs> Or a doctor? He could be a doctor. Just, can you imagine Sully the roadie outside of like, I don't know, Providence Medical Center Amphitheater, just housing cigs in the back? <laughs> yep, talking about the good old days. Talking about the good old days. So Sully Bush is now got a brand new job at Walter Reed Military um, Medical Center. And what's, I think, kind of funny, also like kind of cool, is that service dogs, they have an oath of office. So they have an oath okay. of enlistment. Okay. And this okay. is Sully's personalized oath of enlistment. Oh, it I'm says, so excited. It says, okay. Do woof, you, af- do woof, you, woof, woof. that's actually in it, which is hilarious. It says, do you affirm or pant as a hospital corpsman in the United States Navy that you will support, com- comfort, and cure warriors and their fa- families, active duty and retired? Yeah, I love that it says, do you, affor- do you affirm or pant? Right. Because <laughs> like do- my, my dogs don't know tricks, so I'm like, Marty, breathe. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Come get a treat. I play, I tried to teach my cat how to sit. So I'll just hold a treat up there until he gets bored and he actually does sit. And I'll think that finally, the 50th or 60th time, 
He's set. Small victories. I keep trying to tell y'all that. Mm-hmm. Small victories. What you got, Jordan? Big news story about Walmart. Oh, Walmart. Yeah, I saw this one. They confirmed that their greeters will soon be replaced by people known as customer hosts. The difference is the greeters, and many of them were disabled. Well, the, the sorry, the, the greeters, many of them were disabled, so... The new customer host jobs involve doing stuff physically demanding, and I mean, I get work. it, but nah, that's too bad. Because mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I mean, the way we are, and I'm not again. Let's not do a deep dive, but a lot of those jobs are for older folks who, you know, disabilities, like you said, just trying to make a couple extra bucks to pay the bills, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I hate the, you know, a lot of people kind of have that stigma towards mm-hmm. the Walmart greeters and who are just trying to do their job and mm-hmm. usually pretty sweet people. So yeah. that's that's a bummer. There's nothing nicer than going to Walmart to pick up something very embarrassing and then getting a nice warm welcome when you walk in. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm excited to go pick up this yeah, modest that's, ad. That's too bad. When's that gonna, is that starting? Is it getting phased in now? Mm-hmm. Ah, that sucks. Okay, well... <laughs> Damn. Awkward transitions with Jordan Silver. Now it's your story now. It's a tough one to walk into. KCI. New KCI. If you remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They passed and everything seems to be on board. We don't usually do audio in the nine, but I feel like this is pretty important. So let's play some clips. You got your brand new KCI en route. The proposed plans for the airport include more gates, more shops, and a parking garage directly across the street from the terminal. Today, KCI officials say more than 95% of current operators at the airport have signed off on the new deal. You there you go. My, so, my friends, because I've come from places that have much, 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 much bigger airports. Yeah. So when they come here from that place, they're like, all right, I need to leave two hours early. This is going to be ridiculous. And I was like, no way. You should see the KCI airport. You say that, though. You MCI, say that. Well, MCI. Sorry, the MCI airport. MCI, MCI airport. Well, I can drive you to the curb, open up the door, and you're already at your gate. That's what I'm talking about. I I have literally strolled in I 20 hate minutes. You. 20 I hate minutes you. before my flight. I hate you. And walked right on. I hate on. you. And mm. I was a guy who, like, I'm a, I was a big proponent, still am, of new KCI because, you know, Kansas City's on the rise. But man, that was uh, KCI is so convenient. I, you I are the jerk it. that they hold the plane for. Oh, what? You're the Absolutely. jerk. You're Absolutely. the jerk that that they say that it's a full booked flight. Yes. And then me and because I usually take the the aisle seat uh-huh. and the window person notice that there's nobody between us and everybody stopped trickling in and we're like, are we lucky enough? Mm-hmm. Are we gonna like raise these armrests mm-hmm. and actually have this to ourselves? You sure will not. Nope. Because then your ass comes coming in. Because here I am. With your 85 bags. I got like three. Leave me alone. I packed pretty well. Yeah. <sighs> All so right. within, uh, just real quick to finish that, uh, new ground could be broken as early as the next 30 days. So we're getting this thing going. The frozen ground is going to be broken. <laughs> I think I let it thaw out for a little bit. <sighs> All right. In odd news, our final story. You know that you're not supposed to park next to a fire hydrant. Right. 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 Everybody knows that. Babies know that. That's like the first thing when you're born is Titanic is playing in the background (laughs) and they're like, don't park in front of a fire hydrant. You're a clown. Well, it's it's true. It's true. It's true. true. I guess maybe your birth wasn't as like mine, but clearly Titanic was obviously playing. Clearly not. So it's, it's, it's in case of an emergency. It's in case of the fire department needing to use a fire hydrant to put out a fire. Right. Right. So then maybe that's the only parking spot on the street. And you're like, ah, I'm just going to run in for a little bit. It'll be fine. There's, no, there's not going to be an emergency. Well, somebody in Anaheim, California learned this the hard way when they pulled up. And there actually was an emergency. See? See? Their car was blocking access to the fire hydrant. And the fireman did not go under the car to hook up the hose to the fire hydrant. They did not go over the car okay, to hook the hose up. To the, fi- to the fire hydrant. They went right through the damn window. That's what I'm talking about. Jordan Silver and Friends. Friend, friend. On 96.5 The Buzz. Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. That was not that band, but. No, that no, was no, cake, no, duh. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Didn't want to confuse the folks. Or, you know what? I didn't want to get that text. Are all those texts from the text line. You're right. You're you right. You knew that would be coming. Right. All right. So, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Taking Back Sunday. You excited? Am I excited? They're one of my favorite bands of all time. This is news to me. I did not. I didn't know. That. I, we haven't really got into our favorite bands and stuff like that. Taking Back Sunday is up there for you, huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. When I heard Taking Back Sunday and Dashboard Confessional, oh. when I was in my early, early, early twenties, 
that was just the music that and is spoke. It, is it just me, or is I, f- I feel like every time you talk about Taking Back Sunday, this is everybody, not just you, it always goes Taking Back Sunday and Dashboard Confession. There was something about just the honesty and real deepness and pain mm-hmm. in their lyrics. Right. And then how loudly they sung about that pain to yeah. make it better for everybody else. That's why. I mean, I, I was emo before there was a name for it. That was oh, my you, time. Oh, oh, were you, Jordan? Yeah. So I that when it. I finally heard this kind of music, I was like, yes, this is it. This is like, I want my whole life to be revolved around this. And still, I, I love a good old emo song. People's um, definition of emo music all Did, over you the place. Your, wasn't your band, was your band emo? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yep. Maybe I'm one gonna, day I'll play some music. Oh, you, you act like I don't already have them. You know, I got... I got a guitar this mm-hmm. past weekend, and I started playing some of my old songs, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was like, damn, I wish I wouldn't have broken my hand in that car accident like Marty McFly. <laughs> oh, my God. Our Back to the Future drops this week have mm-hmm. just been incredible. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. We mm-hmm. made a Needles reference. I I also was impressed by your performance when I found those audios. So, yeah, I got those in the back burner. Oh, please don't play them right now. But the, the 9 o'clock listeners don't oh. want to hear my old bands. But Okay. I remember a couple days ago we were talking about how you would never drive in an area in which there was no reception. Oh, yeah, no. This? Hard pass. No, no, no. So that in case the tire popped. I got to call somebody. Right, because yeah. you won't do it yourself. Mm-mm-mm. So that means that you've never driven the country. No. I've, I, I, have, I, have I been driven through the country? Absolutely, but I ain't driving. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. Pimps don't drive? Pimps don't drive. It's hard out here for a pimp, yo. Just trying to get that money for the rent. <laughs> Three Six Mafia. <laughs> Oscar winners. <laughs> wow. Wow. So when I moved from North Carolina to Seattle, I drove it myself in the summer of 2004. And there was so, this was so long ago that the, like, we didn't have GPS. I had a map, like a physical map. And I lost it when I paid a toll oh, in Chicago because my window was stuck up because it was that crappy of a car. And so I opened the door to pay the toll and my map fell out. Then I go up to Minnesota and then go over to Spokane, Washington. And that whole entire area, absolutely 0% reception. Oh. And that's a two-day drive. No, nope, that's my nightmare. Everyone nope. thought that I was dead. <laughs> When I finally emerged in Spokane, Washington and had cell reception for the first time in two days, people were, my voicemail was full. How did you live? I mean, how did you even function? Well, this was back in the day of CDs and stuff. Oh. And so I love the fact that the day that I left was also the day that this album came out. So I popped it in my CD player and I listened to it nonstop from North Carolina to Seattle. And it's... It was in the middle of the summer yeah. that I left. So it's so interesting. When I hear this song, I still can, I can feel the dirt. I love that so much. I love when you, when you, when you have that song, that track, and it just, it's not even just a song anymore. Right. It's about like that. It's now that time in your life. It can bring you back to make yeah. you feel like you were a kid, really excited about life, but didn't know what you wanted to do. Cause that's absolutely what I did when I moved to Seattle. I was like, there's a calling over there for me. Didn't know what it was. Ends up being radio. Right which is crazy. Never thought that that was going to be anything that I would ever do. Um, but this was the music that accompanied me the whole time. And it's just, yes, like, like, like I, when I hear this song, I get goosebumps every single time. And I've heard it a billion times. Let's do it. Let's get some goosebumps together. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Sounds good. And because they're playing the KC Block Party, um, our presale is actually going on right now. It started at 9 a.m. for this show in September, Taking Back Sunday. It's the buzz. <laughs> You look so good, show. Thank you. You are wearing a bride sash. I've always, I've always wanted to wear one. You look so good, just popping that pink. I do, man. I like, I like. It feels, feels good. I thought you had a wife. I do, but I've always wanted to wear. I do. One of these. I've always wanted to wear see a what sash. it felt like. Yeah, see what it felt Man, like. You wear it well. You wear it so you know, well. I might just start getting some. It's upside down. Is it, it? It is upside down. That's all right, though. But you you saw it. That's right. You're right. The first wanna... thing I did was comment on how you beautiful you look. You see that? I didn't want to bring it up. But yeah, you knew. You saw it. But you kept it. You mm-hmm. knew it all. I kept it to myself. Jordan just kept, just had what? it. What? Come on. Calling out my man's no, no, no. show. No, 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 no. I'm the friend that tells him, hey, I'm so sorry, but there's something in your teeth, right? 
Did right. you see? Did you see uh-huh. Jordan? I saw. I sure Jordan did. got slickly hood. <laughs> yes, I did. She's a hand stalker. She kind of she leaned back and forward, kind of bouncing a little bit. Jay, that's right. I'll tell you how it is. Wow, wow, I like that. Oh, wait, I just moved my hair back. Jordan took it. She took it. Just flipping it. I'm going to tell you when you have something in your teeth. Go ahead. I'm about to get her one of them big church lady hats next. I like that. I don't know Jordan had that in her. Like really? Oh, yeah. I know I'm from Maine, but I did. Yeah. anyway, so sports show from 610 oh, Sports. Man. What's going on? I'm still reeling over. I know you guys. I know you guys talked about the downtown possibility of downtown stadium mm-hmm. as that came out the other day, and this is something. This is a. This is one of those conversations on our side where we try to find different spins on it sure. because it's talked about the same way. Mm-hmm. Man, I had somebody. I'm still not recovering. I had somebody. <laughs> Call and tell us the reason why I don't want a downtown stadium. And I've heard them all, man. Tailgating in Kansas City. Yep. You know, it, you know, it's too much parking. Yep. They said it's just too many one-way streets in downtown, and I don't want to have to deal with one-way streets trying to. And I just simply, I didn't know what to say. Man, that's right? new. That's a new like, one. And I'm like, that's real new. What? Well, what American city doesn't have one-way streets downtown? Yeah. Plus, isn't it 2031 that they're going to put the stadium there? But to, yeah, It but could turn that into some We got times to turn that one way into two-way. No, we don't even have to do that. <laughs> so you don't okay. like two-way? No, two I, I mean, I don't mind it, but it's not like it's not. It, Cincinnati, they, they have every city. You've lived around the country. I've heard you. You've lived yeah. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. L.A., Seattle. they got one-way streets downtown. <laughs> It's, it's they're, they're not as bad as the ones down here. I'm not saying that I was the person that called in. I was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a lady? No, it was not. Okay. But did she have that swag to her, though? Because that might have been her. It might, no, it might. No, that newfound swag. I'm sorry, man. If that's it, what, if that's the excuse. What, what do you even do with that? What are the three pros of having a downtown stadium? Well, um, one, uh, obviously, it brings so much income and money downtown in mm-hmm. that area mm-hmm. um and i i think also it just makes it look bigger mm-hmm. like the city is like a lot of times and i think it's warranted when you hear things like i don't want a downtown stadium because of one-way streets <laughs> we have a, a real des moines mindset yeah. sometimes like yeah. a smaller town okay mindset mm-hmm. and i think this creates a thing of bigger and i think it, it, it it's a way to get more people to want to come come down right. to the area sure like right now you got your he two, just did the sign of the cross everyone you got your two biggest assets two of your biggest assets in the city yep. where you get a, a congregation of people throughout the year and there's a damn denny's a burger king that's not even by itself is connected to a gas station and a subway preach and a Drury Inn. That's it. When you have all around all around that, when you go to other cities that okay. I'm sure you've been in, mm-hmm. generally, oh, we got a ballpark. We're going to put stuff around it because, hey, yeah. when you have 81 dates, people go and then we'll go to the bar. Yep. We'll go to the. We'll of go. course. We don't have that. Hmm. Once again, we got a Denny's. But that Denny's, like, though. A Subway. I mean, there's only so many Dagwood specials that you can do. I was about to ask what your favorite. Dagwood special, okay. yeah, and they have strawberry okay. jelly. That's what I, that's Ooh. Ooh. that's where I go with on that. But I just like that. That's I just think you're wasting the the possibility of your two biggest assets not generating revenue around it. It's like remember when we talked about the shirts keep Kansas City Midwestern. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, it's that Des Moines feel, man. Like Kansas City is a hotbed right now. You got to get that downtown feel. I mean, it's already started. It's already it's kind of crazy because you know I just in the past six months moved here, but I've heard some horror stories about downtown, and now it's been cleaned up but this, a lot. This oh, is yeah. everything that we heard, and I'm sure your listeners can remember, this is everything we heard about, no, don't put Sprint Center down there. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. the parking. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to get crowded. Listen, I'll be one to tell you, I don't think you should put Arrowhead down there. I don't think the Chiefs should move. Really? They're, yeah, I think the Royals did the could move, and I think where they have Dance-a-Palooza over there, where they're building those hotels, right. that's a spot right there where you could, if there's a way you could connect almost the West Bottoms and to downtown with that stadium, mm-hmm. stuff around there, and then that's a little bit away from Sprint Center and all of that stuff, so it's still downtown, but it's still a way you could probably do something with parking. I just, I just 
But why no Chiefs? I mean, because all those plans. Remember, years ago they had the retractable so the roof. Chief, so the Chiefs are bringing eighty thousand, and my yeah. uh, and that and that is tough. You're right. Okay, right. that is tough. And to me, what I would do is I would blow up Arrowhead and build a brand new football stadium oh, that can enclose because you gotta you you've gotta attract WrestleMania these these events. Beyonce, I had to go to St. Louis mm. to go see Beyonce because Mm-mm. she's not coming here because mm. of that. You know they've got a dome. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of the Chiefs would get a Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. The way they're connected with the NFL, they said they get a Super Bowl. Remember they said that they would get an instant Final Fours. That's big money that this city doesn't doesn't see. That I, it would. I have a question for you, Show from Six Ten Sports. If you were given the option and they were both e- equally the same distance, would you prefer to see a Chiefs game? Or a Beyonce concert. Ooh. 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 Is Kelly with her? Keys. Check. Phone. Check. Wallet. Check. Jordan Silver and Friends. Check. Jordan, why you not, why you not looking at Journey? She just got here. Morning. Hi, Jay. Hi, you got a haircut. Yeah, I did. What do you Look think? Look at that. Pretty good, huh? Wow. I got to keep it high and tight. Yeah. We were looking homeless. So. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> not shocked by that at all. God, y'all getting me today. Y'all getting me That is just today. like the oldest joke in the book. Anytime no. someone says something ridiculous, tell people that that's their nickname in high school. But that just, was their nickname in high school. It's you, though, and it just feels so on brand. You know, the best part of that whole story is I was driving around uh, with some friends, and I said that joke, and they're like, no, we went to high school with you. Nobody oh. called you that. No, no. Only so. time that that joke goes. Yeah, you can't like do that with people that actually like know you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Never works. <laughs> Never works. So you gonna look Morning, at you gonna Jordan. Look at yeah, well, what's going on here? Since I uh, sense a, a a divide, I'm trying to get to the bottom of that. Oh, I had a long day yesterday, uh-huh. and then my friend said that there was that since we talked about pizza the day before, she wanted to get pizza, and I did the whole tux thing and blah 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 blah. Wasn't and so we decided to go to our favorite place with, in my opinion, the best pizza in Kansas City. And you're welcome, by the way. Yes, you introduced oh, me. Oh, here we go. Here introducing we go. you to Caddyshack. Some of my favorite people. Here we mm-hmm. go. Get into it, y'all. Get into mm-hmm. it. So we went and got some pizza and we're sitting there talking and all of a sudden this this shadow, <laughs> big shot, two big shadows, uh-huh. just kind of leans over the table and goes, huh? Yeah, exactly <laughs> just that. Just like that? Because <laughs> I can see all of this, by the huh. way. I've been a part of Jeremy's shadows that come to your table. I can see yeah. all of this right now. I'm just I'm looking at my phone, going, hmm. I don't I don't remember getting that invite. Did for it get this sent to your party? Your spam text folder, maybe. This group of all of our friends, right? Oh. Well, the, hanging oh. out at our oh, favorite yeah, let me, bar. She's right. She's let me right. check my phone because I don't think. Oh, that's man, that's yesterday. I don't see anything. I was just thinking, my Jordan. boyfriend and I were gonna have a nice, easy date night at our favorite place. We were just gonna hang out, and it was good. Mm-hmm. I thought date night was Thursday. Day night is whatever night he's awake. That's okay, so honestly, right. he works nights. Oh no, no, so hold on! Don't night you, I can get. I'll don't take. you deflect but, this? Don't deflect this, Jordan. Don't become my therapist, Hartzell. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if it had been a different situation where maybe it was more than just Wait. my boyfriend and myself, I would have sent a text message to all of my friends that live close and been like, "Hey, let's have a Caddyshack." Now. How do you know I wasn't on a date? Because you were with two people that you are not dating or want to date. Also because you. True. Oh! Tomorrow morning on Jordan Silver and Friends. We have Jeremy Danner coming in. Danner time! That's actually a thing now, thanks to you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Danner time. From Boulevard Brewing Company, and he is bringing in, are you ready for this? Ginger Lemon Radler. Oh, my God. JSA drunk. Rye on the Ooh. rye. And then a beer's name that we haven't announced yet. So don't say the name, but it has something to do with oh, a sport. Well, hush. Would you hush? Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.